This is our second attempt at a podcast, the as yet unnamed podcast of life yes. with David Meisner and Brett Campbell. And we don't we don't usually talk about usually this is you know our second one right. talk about what we're going to talk about. David just told me his idea, so David, why don't you set it up for us and we'll dive into it. Sure. Simple question. What is evil? Not just evil. It could be just the difference between good and bad, light and darkness. What's right? What's wrong? What defines good? What defines bad? I was talking to a friend this morning, and we just kind of uh, bounced ideas off each other. But uh, I guess I mean it's it's a very broad it's a it's a broad subject. I mean because agreed. You know I'm an I'm a I'm an American, so naturally I can see things differently than those in Europe and Asia. Things uh, I mean heck, I'm Southern, mm-hmm. so even I can see things differently just being a Southern boy compared to North, East, and uh, West. Uh, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. So really, what is there? Is <laughs> I mean it's it's a deep topic. Yeah. And, and and why? I think it's universal. Everybody wants to know. You know what's good and what's bad. And, and you know, there's that there's that sense of right and wrong in us unless. Unless you have a mental disorder like uh, sociopath or, or perhaps a psychopath, I know there's a difference there. I'm not, you know, not being a psychologist, uh, you know, I couldn't get into the finer points of that. But, mm. but if your if your brain functions at least primarily normally, then you're going to think that there are certain lines that can't be crossed, or that shouldn't be crossed. Mm-hmm. We have a sense of evil of what's wrong, but it does. It varies. Based on your upbringing, uh, even if we don't even bring in religious or Christian beliefs, uh, I'm sure it, it varies a good bit by where you were raised. Yeah, even to the point of um, one of my favorite scripture verses that I think sh- should be applied to everyone but now that I'm starting to think, can it be applied to everyone? Is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, what if, uh, what if I don't mind bad things happening to me? Yeah. <laughs> what well, if you're, okay. yeah. what if you're, I don't, I don't know the terminology, but you know there are a lot of things that um, you know you would never want this to happen to you, sort of thing. Why do you treat someone like that when you would not want to be treated like that? Well, then people are like, well, actually, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, so even our minimum standards are not the same. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and, and it could even be the difference between a man and a woman. I mean, okay. Uh, I, get, I should mention at this point, I don't know how bad that's going to affect this, but uh, apparently they have just restarted construction outside the yeah. building. Yeah. So uh, I apologize for that. That'll make it interesting. But uh, yeah, we are. We were actually at our church right now and rebuilding the front entrance way. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they just got back from lunch. <laughs> so they apparently walked there That's off right. the cars. That's right. Um, I'm sorry that interrupted my train of thought. So do you remember what you were saying? I, well, I do, but I guess my question, my question is, I guess, for those who are not Christians, hmm. what's your definition of evil? What's your definition of bad? Uh, I mean, because you could easily say, like, right now, with the way, the way our nation is, um, uh, whichever uh, side of the political realm you fall on, um, you know, the Democrats would say they're extreme. Uh, well, the Democrats would call Republicans or conservatives. We're not, we're not very tolerant, um, and that uh, the Democratic side would say they're more liberal and that they're more open-minded. And immediately, they hate Christians or they hate anyone that goes up against what they want. So immediately, that's a huge contradiction of. Uh, of it. I mean, it's 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 limited. Mm-hmm. So they think they think that Republicans or conservatives are bad. Conservatives think that Democrats or liberals are bad. Um, you know, it's just it tends to be. You know, obviously, it's just a difference of opinion. Your different outlook on life. But if if there is no absolute, what are you basing anything on? Yeah, it'd be complete and utter chaos. Right. It it would it would be absolute chaos. And the fact that it's act I mean it's it's pretty bad. But you wouldn't it's almost you really wouldn't even say it's chaotic. I mean, because chaos is, I mean, let's just say chaos is chaos, yeah. craziness. Right. I mean, people aren't going around. I mean, there's crime and everything, but it is definitely could be worse. Yeah. Um, and I think there's this idea of utopia that uh, we can all coexist and, and tolerate one another, but that tolerance ends for most of us the moment somebody goes against what we want or what we believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, And this argument could be made from almost anybody mm-hmm. uh, that, well, I'm tolerant, but you're not, uh, depending on how you define it. Mm-hmm. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday I had not seen in a long time. It said the coexist mm-hmm. bumper sticker, which has all the different religious symbols, major mm-hmm. religions in the world. And it just says, why can't we all just get along? The only way you can hold to that belief is if your religion finds nothing unique in itself. If there's no uh, salvific value to your religion. If, if what you believe in isn't what saves you, if, or who you believe in isn't who saves you, then that's the only way you do that. If you believe in Jesus, you know our, our belief system says Jesus is the only way. So if that's really what we believe, there's no way we could believe, you know, we'll just, let's accept every religion as being okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there's elements of truth in, 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 in almost anything. But if Jesus is the only way, then we're hateful by our own definition if we don't tell other people about Jesus. 
and how to come to faith in him. So if, if I'm understanding uh, what, what has been on your mind, it's that uh, you know, we as Christians have a standard. You know, the, Jesus is the standard. Uh, anything that deviates from the truth of the gospel, the truth uh, that of God's laws, et cetera, would be wrong. And that there, there is a standard that we have to live up to. But for the rest of the world, those who don't believe in Jesus, what is their standard? Is it personal? Right. I think the majority of it is. Yeah. I think some of it probably is community. You know, this may not necessarily be the way I feel, but these are people that I respect and trust and love, and this is how they feel. This is, this is the line that they wouldn't cross, so maybe that's the line I should adopt. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think there's some of that. But I think the majority of this is what I feel is right. Mm. And what I hear a good bit from, from non-Christians is, uh, well, that may be right for you, but it's not necessarily right for me. Mm. But you know, we're sitting at a table right now. That's either accurate or it isn't. There are some things that are absolute. You know, the truth of it doesn't change because I don't want this to be a table. Mm-hmm. So where do we go? How do we, how do we as a society function well if we can't agree on a standard? Yeah. Uh, so that going back to the, you know, sticking with obviously the same topic, but that bumpers of coexist. We can coexist if we ju- if we if there was just mutual respect coexist doesn't mean we all believe the same thing coexist sure, is sure. you know whoever you are you can just respectfully don't hate somebody yeah you can respectfully gotcha. uh, have fellowship with the person right. i mean that's that's why racism is often if if you're actually going to hate and degrade anyone because of their sex or or um, the color of their skin or anything like that i mean that's just stupid yeah. When you could just literally uh, uh, respect them and, and enjoy their, I mean, you can learn so much from them. I mean, mm-hmm. just that's just, I mean, that's just, True. just the broadest sense. Now, uh, coming coming as a Christian, though, uh, why is it awful to do those things? Because we're all made in the image of God. We know that yeah. God created them, and so it, it's right. it's it's awesome. You know, if it, gosh, I, I would hate the whole world to be a bunch of Davids and Bretts. That'd be just. The fact that people are completely different from me makes, you know, it's kind of like the salt and pepper of the world. It makes yeah. life worth living. Uh, right. But when you start hating people, you know, it's, um, you know, of course this is starting to get particular, but, you know, this is what, you know, these podcasts are all about. You know, you know, let's go, you know, just this is where intolerance and hatred and all this kind of stuff comes in. This is, this is why it's difficult to coexist sometimes. Is, you know, I'm not for homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the Lord is not for homosexuality, but I have homosexual friends. Yeah, uh, I know some wonderful homosexuals now, and I'll hang out with them. I'll talk to them. It, it's fine. Um, but the problem is when they tell me that I have to be okay, like I have yeah. to agree that homosexuality is fine. Right. That's where, like, well, wait, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Now I'll treat you with respect and everything, but, you know, it's the same. You know, it's like, almost like a, a pedophile. It's like, dude, 
you think a pedophile is fine because you're a pedophile, but that's awful. Mm-hmm. I would never. That's yeah. that's terrible. Um, and no, I'm never gonna just because. You know, it's almost like if if I if a dear friend of mine I found out was was something like that, I'd be. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, because, you know, because, because you're my friend. Right. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's never okay. The is still wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's when it comes to, I mean, anything awful, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but of course, I mean, this is, the, if, if I got no sleep last night and I was, I was a jerk, I have an excuse, right? Because I had no sleep. I'm just, I'm, my temper. I have, that's still not an excuse. I have to be a good person. Yeah. There's no reason to ever be a jerk. Right. And, and, and I mean, and, but we, I guess that's where we're going as a nation. It's just as in humanity, is we just, we justify our actions. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the exactly stupidest, right. stupidest way. You know, something yeah. happens to me, so I go off on my wife or something like that. That is wrong. Yeah. It does not matter. I have no right to ever. Treat people badly. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and it's and it's painful. And it and of course this is a daily struggle. Of course, again, Brett, you know what we're talking about is when we can see it. It's, it's our it's our fallen nature. Yeah. It's our sinful nature. We realize that sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad. But I mean, we just there's. I mean, if I have a cold, my whole outlook on life changes. Yeah. You know, I mean, just. It, nothing lasts. Everything is just kind of up in the air. But you all right? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I just got got strangled there. Uh, maybe that was conviction from the Holy Spirit. Who knows? <coughs> Excuse me, boy. If it can if it can go wrong during a live during a recording, it will. You know. But yeah, I, I agree with you. you know, one of the things that um, the friend that you were talking to this morning, our mutual friend. Uh, is going through a class that where he has to write write a paper about the problem of evil, and you know I don't know if it's if that's the focus of the class or just one assignment. But when I was in seminary, we had a class on the problem of evil, and you looked at all the major arguments, you know, why it exists, mm-hmm. you know, and and how people approach it, and some of that's just plain academic. You know, if if you're if you're like us, we like we like digging into stuff like that and going, okay, well that's a different way to look at it and just how to understand those things. But it always comes back to the practical question of how do we help somebody deal with, you know, that there is evil in the world and how do we approach it and are our actions evil? It's easy, I think, for us to look at somebody else and whatever our standard is, say that action is evil. What they did is wrong. But something that struck me yesterday, um, uh, I was at a sentencing uh, in, in a court where a man pled guilty, pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree murder. Uh, if if what he says is correct, then he didn't mean to kill the first person, may not have meant to kill the second one, but nevertheless his actions that he chose led to their deaths. He was responsible for it. He admitted his responsibility, and he was sentenced. He also said, during his opportunity to speak before sentencing, said that he had daily asked God to forgive him for what he had done ever since it first happened, and that's been three years ago. He also addressed the family 
and asked them to forgive him. Now, if I, if I can detach myself from that, which is hard to do because I'm, I, in that three-year period, I've become friends with some, of the, with some of the family members. I didn't know them before this happened. But I've become friends with some of them. My heart naturally leans more toward them as families of victims than it does for the one who perpetrated the crime. But if I look at it strictly from a biblical standpoint, he has to pay the consequence for what he's done. They are right in being upset with him. They are right in looking at him saying, you are guilty, you chose to do this, you have to pay the consequences for it. One of the family members said, I hope you find Jesus before you die. So there was at least that hope, you know, uh, that, that you need Jesus if, if you haven't found him already, if you haven't met him already, you need him. And then his uh, statements that I want forgiveness from God, I want forgiveness from you, regardless of what his beliefs may be. They also, the family, and uh, I've never been through this. I, you know, there's, there's so much that's going through my head even as I say this. They also have a responsibility, according to Scripture, to forgive because they've been asked to. And there goes that, that saw again or whatever that is in the background. But, so I'll get a little louder just in case. That, that is still a responsibility for us is, is to offer forgiveness. Uh, and in fact, we're commanded to offer forgiveness even if it isn't wanted. So that, that's a struggle that that family is going to have to go through individually. They're going to have to deal with that because they can see, yes, this is wrong. This is evil. But I'm also commanded to forgive. That is a very stark bold in your face uh, real world problem that you've got to deal with if you're in that situation of, of what is evil and how do we react to it I don't know what I would do I know what I hope I would do but I think about things like that and I think this is where it really matters what we think about evil this is what it really matters about how we think about things that are bad it's not just how we discipline our children or whether we agree with somebody else on social media. You know, a lot of it comes down to things that we hope we'll never have to deal with. <clears throat> Along those lines, this is, this is the difficult part of being a Christian, and this is the difficult part of being a true Christian, is putting God First, you know, and, and that is so cliche, right? Everybody, oh, you got to put God first, you know, in, you know, in order. What is the most important thing? God, family, work, all that kind. Of, everyone puts God, but that's so cliche, mm -hmm. because God demands our full allegiance, our full obedience, uh, to honor Him, to thank Him, to praise Him, uh, to literally do absolutely everything He says. Now, we can't. We can't. Even the best of us can't. On a great day, we can't. Now, again, praise the Lord for Jesus Christ, everyone. That is why Jesus came. That is exactly why Jesus came right there. Yeah. Now, let's go back to all of a sudden awful, awful, awful things. Now, I personally have never had an awful thing like that happen. I can't imagine losing my wife and kids. I cannot. Okay, so let me just... And so, even going public with this... Um, 
if it ever happened, the uh, 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 what I'm about to say is still correct. That if something awful happened to my children, who I absolutely let's just talk about my daughter. My daughter and I have an incredible relationship. If somebody ever did something awful to that child, I don't know what I would do. But I will tell you exactly what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I'm not supposed to seek revenge. And 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 uh, you know my personality. I I would go nuts on yeah. somebody. Yeah. Nonetheless, no matter what kind of personality I have, I am not supposed to seek revenge. Right. I'm not supposed to condemn them either. Yeah. And and that is because, by God's grace, uh, I'm saved. And I am literally, and this is the deal, I'm, I'm no better than rapists and murderers. Yeah. Praise the Lord, I've not done those things. I'm no but better in the eyes of God, though. Yeah. We are all in need of Jesus Christ. We are all supposed to obey Him. But, you know, I am, and the other thing, I'm supposed to forgive. Whether I want to or not, I'm supposed to forgive. And guess what? I'm supposed to love the person. Yeah, now I don't. I'm, now I'm he, this is the deal. That. This yeah, is yeah. godly love that yes, we're talking about. Right. Human love. No, forget that crap. It cannot yeah. be done. Godly love. Nah. How do you do that? But again, praise the Lord for Jesus Christ. So, so what that family is going through, I have never been through it. I hope to never go through it. Yeah. If it did happen, everyone that ever listens to this, and at least I got you as a witness. Um. I'm supposed to forgive. I'm not supposed to seek revenge. I'm supposed to love that person. I'm supposed to pray for them, uh, and I'm supposed to always be, you know, you know remember that, uh, that Jesus saved me from myself. Uh, you know, I don't need any outside sources to tempt me to be evil or to do bad things. It's all within me. Yeah. Um, it's tough to be a Christian, but it's wonderful. You know, praise the Lord for Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, that's a struggle. Yeah. I, I'll tell you one instance with me in which I did not want to forgive somebody. Uh, I found out one day, I got a call from work about one of my family members that he had been attacked by somebody else, somebody that I knew and had at one point trusted. And I was furious to the point that uh, uh, you know, I, I took my break in order to take the call. And when I came back, my boss said, what's wrong? Do you need to leave? And I just said, yeah, I need, I need to leave. I need to go take care of something. He said, go and just come back when you can. So I left and, and I'm fuming. I'm on my way home. I, I didn't own a gun, good thing. But I went home and you know, was gonna gather up any weapon I could find and I was gonna go after this guy. And it was a good long drive, two hours, that I would have had to think of all the ways I was going to hurt him. And on the way home, I called a friend, and, and I told her what was going on, and she kind of helped calm me down a little bit about it, en enough for that moment. But I was still very angry, very angry at this person for what he had done. And, oh, probably a year later, I, not, this is not somebody I saw on a regular basis because we did live a good ways apart. About a year later, I was with 
the family member who had been hurt. And we had gone to a public event, like a fall festival type thing. And this guy approached me and he didn't, he didn't see the family member. He approached me and said hello to me and I didn't even realize who he was at first. And I said hello to him, shook his hand, then it clicked with me who he was. And I wanted to snatch my hand away and then hit him. But I didn't and I just, I just smiled and nodded and, and uh, he walked on and that was it, thankfully. There was no more interaction. And then the family member walked up to me and said, I wondered how you were gonna handle that. And I said, well, I feel like I owe you an apology for not attacking him. He said, no, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. You held your tongue, took a deep breath, and you let it go. And he said, I've, I've done the same thing. I've, I've forgiven him. It's over. And I thought, okay, well, my family members forgiven him, but, uh, and, and they were the victim. I was not the victim, but I, you know, I wanted to take up for them. I wanted to uh, deliver some justice of my own. And, uh, and I didn't do that, and, and it was not because I chose not to, but have, I'm glad I missed the opportunity, I guess is what I'm trying to say, and that this other person, my family member, had already forgiven them and moved on. And that helped me let go of that. I still don't I still don't like the person if I'm going to be honest I'm going to avoid them if I see them I'm not going to have anything to do with them but I don't I don't have that anger like I used to have mm -hmm. and so I'm grateful for that it, but it was a matter of deciding okay I've got to forgive because this person has already forgiven and because God has told me I need to forgive even though I don't feel like it I've got to choose to do that and that's tough do you think yeah, I mean, because you, you're you're coming from a, the victim forgave. You're friends with the victim, and you're the one that had the hard time doing yeah. it. I mean, that's right. human nature right there. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. That's just, I, wanted, it's human I nature. wanted to protect them. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was after the event, you know. Do you think, oh, how do you word it? We only got a few minutes. Um Obviously, I mean, you have to explain the things I say. I have to explain it, or it just always sounds so heartless. But yeah, I'm, yeah you know, um, I'm the same way. Um, do we think too highly of ourselves? Mm. And 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 do we think too too highly and too much of the people in our lives? Now, you know, granted, now I mean, we're talking about you know before God. You know the Lord. Even the Lord says, you know, don't love your family members, your wife, daughter, son, more than me. Which yeah. is a hundred percent. Why? Right. God yeah. created all that. God gave them to you. Yeah. He gives. He takes away. He does whatever. You do not ever put them before. Yeah. Right. Before. Right. Before Him. And that's just how it. And it's truth. That is absolute truth. You don't. You don't take anything before the Creator, um, for the Sovereign Lord of all things. Um, but, you know, oh. We, and it sounds awful, but do we love our friends, our family members so much that we do all that instead of just almost pulling back? You know, I mean, that's a, to be, it's almost like you want to be, you want to be so caring mm -hmm. 
But sometimes you're so caring that it's almost bad. Yeah. But then the flip side is you can be careless. And then if you're careless, it's almost like you're just being a jerk. You're being heartless, yeah. uh, insensitive, not empathetic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's almost like both sides of the coin. Um, it's, it's tricky. It, it, it's 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 just tricky because you don't. It's almost like you don't want to love so much, but then you don't want to love so little. Yeah. It, it, there's that fine line. Right. Uh, both both. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, both I believe is is uh, wrong. Uh -huh. To love too much and too little, both yeah. are wrong. Right. <laughs> That's just one of those mysteries, you know. How do you even True. that out to, that you can love the way that it should be, should be? Um, right. But uh, it's, so, it's so broad. But I guess again, you know, going back to even like our first podcast, it's you know we want just to we want people to think to think upon these things. You right. know, obviously, God first. Praise the Lord for Jesus Christ. You know, look at yourself for sober judgment. Right. Life's, life is tough, but God is good. And our purpose is really just to, to talk about those things that come to our mind. Again, we don't follow a script. We're just talking about what comes to our minds or our spirits as, as we discuss these things. And, and as you said, we want to spark thought. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll have, uh, hopefully, a response area uh, an email or something that will add to this where people can send us their responses mm -hmm. uh, all three of them maybe four yeah Here absolutely <laughs> absolutely all right thanks david it's always a pleasure to talk with you enjoy it brett thank and, you and let's do it again absolutely